I watched this documentary on horses the other day and they talked about a thing that I thought, oh, that's exactly what happens to me. The horse, the woman would take her horse for a ride through the country and a rabbit would dash across the path and the horse would very slightly react, very slightly startled, but not really. And then they'd keep on riding and then another rabbit would dash out and the horse would very, very slightly react, but not really and this would go on. And 12 rabbits would, in a row, I mean, after all, they'd keep riding and there would be a rabbit after another rabbit and there would be 12. And on the 13th rabbit, the horse would startle and just go crazy. It would start bucking and getting out of control and be completely stressed and then she'd have to spend a lot of time calming the horse down. And in the documentary, the horse whisperer, the horse expert was saying, that every time a rabbit went by there was this slight stress and it never got dissipated. He used the word spat out, spitting out a rabbit. The rabbit came by and the horse didn't get to spit it out of its system. And because of that each little stress mounted up and mounted up and mounted up until it became this huge stress And I've caught myself doing that so many times where some tiny little thing will send me over the edge and I will remember afterwards, not send me over the edge, but, you know, have a major internal stress reaction, which I may or may not express externally. Um, And I'll always think, but why? It was something small. Why was that so distressing? And I will always remember, oh, this other slightly stressful thing happened before and before that this other slightly stressful thing happened. And in each, with each of those previous ones, I would say, oh yeah, that's, that's a slightly stressful thing, but I'm not stressed, I'm fine, I've handled that, that's not a problem. And I would genuinely feel like I had handled it and it wasn't a stressor, but clearly it was and it was adding up and then when the fifth one or the third one or the sixteenth one comes along, that's when it all becomes too much because I didn't spit out the rabbit. And in the documentary, I don't know if I fully understood this, but I got the impression that to allow the horse to spit out the rabbit or to release whatever is stressing them that might come back to bite you later, you just release the horse as in when you're holding it by the reins, if you're riding it, or holding it by a rope, if you're not riding it, you let go of that rope momentarily. You don't let go as in you drop it on the ground, but you release the tension in the rope just slightly to let the horse know. It's like this signal. It's like you're giving the horse permission to have a break to have a mental space where it doesn't need to listen to what you're saying, doesn't need to pay attention to the next instruction, doesn't need to be on the lookout for the next thing it's supposed to do or the next thing you're trying to teach it. It just gives this gives the horse this momentary break where it can, I guess, find its, its, um, its peaceful place, which is kind of like a human taking a pause during a difficult conversation to have a big breath and feel their feet on the ground and feel their body before then resuming the conversation. So I thought that was really interesting because it tied in with what I talked about not long ago with these little ways of 
finding a window within a potentially stressful situation, finding a small window of space where there's just you and the sky and the world and the breath and the situation doesn't exist and then coming back into it. So maybe we're a lot like horses. Well, we probably are because we're mammals. That's a short one. Thanks for listening.